Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Trans Questioning Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Zedig, and with me today is Cass uh, Claymore. That's oh, me. Hello. Hi, I am. I, my name is Cassidy Claymore. I am tall. That's my, there's me. There's the intro. I did it. Uh, yeah, you're. That's I. I gather that from the videos that you post mm-hmm. of you uh, climbing mm-hmm. things. You seem like a. Uh, you seem like a, a skyscraper of a person. <laughs> I I love. Um, uh, you're not the only person to point that out to me. Like four people now have said you're really tall when you climb things. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's good. Normally five two. When I'm climbing shit, six feet even. <laughs> My body elongates in the most horrifying manner, oh, and I God. just I scale whatever's nearest to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you are a YouTuber, sort of. Oh, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I use that term. You do YouTube videos. What do you do? Why don't you describe it in your own words? I I make web content. I'm, I'm, um, is okay, that better here, than saying YouTuber? No, it's not. Okay, so <laughs> I have I have two things. I have one when a friend asks me, and I have one when like someone I want to date or like my girlfriend's parents ask me. Like anytime, uh, like I go to the store and someone says, "What do you do?" Um, I I go like, "Oh, I'm art artist." And they go, "What kind of art?" And I go, oh, yeah, "And that's that's." And I walk away really fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I make uh, videos that are mostly comedy with weird shit hidden in them, I guess, for the most part. <laughs> yes, that's accurate. Uh, yeah, I, that's that's been my favorite. Your, your videos over the last few months have had this running meta narrative that has been fascinating <laughs> to watch evolve. <laughs> yeah, we, we started, uh, me and my buddy Ocean, he's, he's the other, only other person that I work with on this stuff. Um, we were sitting down one day and, um, he said, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be fucked up if we just started hiding things? And so we did. Um, so going back for the past three or four years, I've been doing this. There are things that like only like 10 or 15 people have found and it is so much fun. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. That's that rules. Uh, I didn't realize it's been going back that long. That's wild. (laughs) It, it's almost just like a it's a prank we play on our audience by not showing them things that we work hard on. It's the joke is on us, but it's fun. So yeah, um, you've done a lot of like animation type things. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the video of yours that I've revisited the most most is the "How to Be a Girl" video. I think I've actually mm-hmm. recommended it on this show before, <laughs> like in the past. That's legitimately one of my favorite. <laughs> videos on <laughs> why are you laughing because i'm in imp- i'm like oh my god it's so sweet oh my god she's saying nice things to me yeah no your your stuff is like genuinely funny and um, anytime you post something new it's like an event for me and because i don't know it's just there, there are a handful of creators who have like this sensibility that is uh i don't know a lot of a lot of the youtubers that i've gotten into uh in the past have have reached a point of success where they've like polished their approach and their stuff is still good but it lacks that like chaotic energy mm-hmm. and yeah, I, don't, I don't polish shit <laughs> yeah your stuff is like the embodiment of chaos and i love it <laughs> that's what i'm going for for the most part yeah um i want something i want people to watch this uh, anything i make and go this is a piece of shit i love it you know <laughs> 
so I have absolutely no plan for this conversation. I just wanted to talk to you because I think you're cool. Uh, so welcome back to Be Nice to Cassie, uh, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, with your... it's a good, it's a good, it's a good podcast. Here we, we, we I'm a huge we, fan. We gather together in solidarity for our friend Cassidy, and we say, ah, nice. Aww. Oh, she's, yeah. look, look at her. She's doing it. Yeah, she's doing it. She's doing great. She's got her white docks. She's climbing mm-hmm. shit. God, running away from just, Yeah. Um, so you are from, uh, quote unquote, the South. Yes. Yeah. I don't really go into the... I'm from Mississippi. Okay. Um, I won't say where in Mississippi. Because... Fair. Uh, I'm related to everyone in like, if you, the, the, I'm not going to say it's the north or the, uh, the south half of Mississippi, but I'm related to everyone in one of those territories. <laughs> if you just like go down the street in like maybe Jackson, maybe Biloxi, and you have a picture of me, they'll be like, ah, oh, I know that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ooh. wow. That, that, that could be either like a really endearing thing or like a really scary mm. thing. <laughs> okay. I, I, I took a friend of mine. My friend of mine came to visit me in Mississippi. He'd never been before. Uh, this is actually Ocean. We, we went to a pawn shop because I was going to go pick something up and it never occurred to me how it looked to to have a, a uh, to just to have us go into this place where um, I'll set the scene we drive in I go in we go to the very back and there's complete silence and Ocean nudges me and he goes you hear that or something to that effect and I turn around it's completely silent and both the like the pawn shop owner and like a customer are staring at us down the <gasps> aisle we just put, he was like, baby, we got to go. Get in the car. <laughs> Walked out real quick, got in the car, drove straight home, locked the doors. Oh, my God. We got to rethink this approach. Yeah. Oh, God. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. People know I'm not like a white guy anymore. It's like, I have to, to think about it. Because oh, I'm weird. so used to like, like that privilege allows me to just fucking go anywhere. And now everyone's just like, oh, no, you lost your membership card. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know what to uh, tell you. Sorry, you uh, you sacrificed your ability to be invisible, and now there's yeah. a spotlight on you at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, uh, you, you don't walked into the wrong McDonald's. You got to go to the bad one. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to the other side of the tracks <laughs> <laughs> with the other queers. Yeah, <laughs> go to the gay McDonald's. <laughs> it's it's all the, it's all the same food, but they uh, they're they're worse at preparing it. And nobody shows up on time because nobody knows how to drive. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's something that I kind of wanted to ask about. It's like mm-hmm. you're uh, you're 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 transgender, and mm-hmm. allegedly, allegedly, I d- I am, but I like to put that beforehand just to throw people off. Yeah, um, and I I'm always curious about pe- different people's experiences with. Uh, coming out and starting transition like in the South, especially as somebody who mm-hmm. lives in Oklahoma, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, when I found out I was trans, I was living in Michigan. Okay. And uh, no informed consent clinic that I could find. Uh, at least they took my insurance. So I ended up going to Chicago. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I drove all the fucking way to Chicago for HRT. And then uh, I moved home and my dad looked at me, he said, something's different about you. And I... <laughs> I don't know if it was like the the bob and bangs haircut or like the skirt, but he was on to me like immediately. He was fucking, he's quick. My dad's like, a, he should have been a detective. You fucking got me. We, we were leaving Waffle House and he was like, 
all right, what, what's going on? What's all this about? Is it like a, a liberal thing? And I said, yeah, that's a liberal thing. You got me. Damn. <laughs> I can't uh, keep it. it. Can't keep anything from you. Damn. Yeah. And my dad was Sherlock I, Holmes. I don't know if it's the if it's the lipstick or the <sighs> the, the, the the bra with the uh, the tits and everything. Yeah. Why are you going by Cassidy? What's this bit? What's the joke? I know you yeah. like jokes. <laughs> I don't get the punchline. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, hurry up. This joke's been gone for six months. You got to fucking bring it home. <laughs> yeah. I I uh, I moved home to Mississippi for a little bit. And um, it was fucking weird. It it went about how you, as well as you could have expected. Um, I, it it helped. I came out as bi back when I was like probably 18 or 19. Um, I remember I was driving home with my mom on this back road. And I said, mom, I have to tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm bisexual. And without looking at me at all, she kept her eyes on the road. She tightens her hands on the steering wheel and she goes, no. (laughs) And I went... (laughs) I went. Oh, okay. I go. My mistake. <laughs> oh no. I thought I was. Okay. My uh, my bad. Oh my god. Um, yeah. She. She. I love my mom. Uh, we have come together over the past few years. She's really warmed up to it. But it was. Um, I'm not gonna say it's very hard on her because I was trans in the South and shit. But um, right. <laughs> it was weird. Um, oh she, sure. She, she outed me twice. Um, <gasps> oh. Once as a gay man. <laughs> Because she thought that that would help people acclimate to me being trans, <laughs> which is the opposite. If you're oh, li- no. if you're a if you're a parent, don't do this. If you're anyone, <laughs> don't do this. Listen to me. Do not. Don't do not. Just uh, don't. Please. You are me in the back. You are me in the passenger seat of a car, and I am my mom tightening my hands on the steering wheel, going, "No, that is <laughs> it." Um, but the second time, I was I I bought a shirt that said "Non-Binary Babe" on it, and. My mom Googled it. She was very proud of herself. She said, I read up on it, and I've told everyone you're non-binary. And I went, Mom. And she said, I said, I told them, I said, he's a non-binary man. Oh, and I said, no, that's no. <laughs> She's no. trying so hard. I love my mother. My mom yeah. has been so supportive over the past few years, but she j- doesn't have quite the language yet. Um, she's getting there. She's improved a whole lot. I love her to death. Um, I have to keep clarifying that so no one goes like, oh, fuck your mom. No, 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 yeah. no. No, she's trying. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that's that's a that's a thing that's easy to overlook because mm-hmm. when you're terminally online and all you ever see is like Twitter posts about identity and like this is just the air that you breathe, it's easy to forget that this is this is all very new, relatively speaking. Yeah, and and, and that these are not conversations that tend to happen in uh, in offline in meat space. Yeah, uh, among among older people, unless it's like they're doing it because oh no, my my child has come out and now yeah. I have to educate myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's honestly like it would be easy to say oh yeah fuck your mom, but also like anybody who is trying to educate themselves, like I I can't I can do nothing but commend them for that. Yeah, I um it meant a lot to me because like I I think the thing uh. At least the thing I didn't think about going in was that I have had to be this person for like 26 or 24 years at the time. Uh, my mom did not know until like the like she knew for one day. And I was like, why the fuck aren't you caught up? Like, I, I get it. Like, it takes time to adjust. Um, but um, yeah, it, it worked out for the most part. Um, there's some weird shit going on still where it's like uh, 
I think they do the thing that, that's like uh, they pretend like I'm still like they they don't gender me at all, which is kind of preferable. Um, we all have like kind of this deniability, like we're it's, we're just ignoring it, um, <laughs> which is weird because like I'll go home and I'll wear a dress and I'm just like fucking good luck. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Navigate God. around this as best you can, but it's here. Yeah, that's that's such an interesting approach. <laughs> just i'm not subtle yeah just uh we're just gonna we're just we're just gonna leave it oh look do you see this elephant in the room that's cute that's cute. nice nice decor let's move on yeah my uh i, ha- I have a, like a very young cousin and she walked up to me and she looked at me and she i had the i had my bangs and my bob and i was so proud and she goes cool mullet and she looks down and goes cool dress and i was like you know what i'll take it <laughs> She's five. She's done better than anybody else so far. <laughs> that rules. That's so fucking good. Ugh, kids are cool. Great. Kids get it immediately. Yeah, some kids do. Oh um, yeah, some. <laughs> real young kids always been good to me. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my my brother's kids were really good. Um, but uh, yeah. So how's it how's it been for you just living out in the world like you're i've i've i follow you on instagram and your your fashion sense is very loud in a way that i adore <laughs> uh i i try to i've i've literally shared uh, this is god this sounds so creepy i've literally shared pictures of you from instagram with my girlfriend like god i wish i could look this cool <laughs> no that's sweet like I, I, for me, there was a, a person that I, I, so I was living in Detroit or thereabouts, and I, uh, I, I saw this older trans woman who was probably in her 60s, and she had just come out, and she dressed however the fuck she wanted, and I just kind of went, okay, yeah, I, I am being kind of a baby. I live in an okay place. I am, you know, I'm allowed to do this. So I worked up to it, you know, like I, oh, sure. I bought my first pair of like denim shorts <laughs> last year <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we're going with the jorts, going with the jorts look. I'm brave enough now. I can do it now. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it's a process. Yeah. Um, how's it, how's it been for you? Like going out in the world? Because I I'm still I'm still in the in this place where I I I, I tend to dress in like a f- femme skewed a gender neutral sort of way mm-hmm. and I I generally just expect to be misgendered everywhere I go yeah um, I, I so the the trick I've always used in regards to that has okay so this is so fucking goofy but. Oh. When I first like realized I was trans, I was probably like twenty two or twenty three, and I couldn't really do anything about it. So that what I would do to cope with the dysphoria of being misgendered was, when people would do it, I would think to myself, "Fucking dumbass doesn't know I'm a girl." Fooled <laughs> all of you. Like I, I was so smug. I was like, <laughs> uh, "Cassidy Claymore gets away with it again." Like it was just that. But I have lived. I, I, I have. I have at least traveled. Um. To thirty something states, like I just uh, I was homeless. I drifted around a whole lot because that seemed like the thing to do, and in doing so, that kind of built up my nerve. Um, I, I kind of can come off as intimidating, not here because I'm a goofy bitch, but um, <laughs> for, for the most part, I'm just big and broad shouldered. Um, so for the most part, people just kind of leave me alone, and um, 
I don't know if it's the attitude or what. Maybe it's being born in Mississippi and hardened as hell from that. But um, right. yeah, there, there's there's a, a degree of just meanness that I give off at times, and I think people, at least if they not, if they don't respect it, they tolerate it. Sure. Oh wow. Um. Hmm. So, how did you get started uh, with like animation or art in general? Uh, I was uh, I have ADHD, so as a kid, I would draw in the margins of my math homework. And uh, this is like one of my earliest drawing memories. Is my my teacher took up my homework and said, "Look, everyone, your dead name drew me a picture, trying to embarrass me." But I just started drawing more to be passive aggressive. And from then, I started uh, kind of like a little art career, <laughs> One, oh like 10 God. years later. Um, I bought a book about animation and started to do like uh, Baby's First Flash animations because I was really into that that whole kind of new ground scene. Yeah. Um, I drew that pretty quick and ended up doing animatics, I guess is what they're called. Um, but I, I didn't want to do it for other people's content. I wanted to tell my own stories. So I started to write down everything that was happening to me. Um, whether it was like today I got a cup of coffee at McDonald's or like today I went on a walk, it was, I would take note of every single little thing and try and turn that into a story. And then eventually that came to doing videos about video games and cause that's much easier and less time consuming and then like <laughs> weaving in a story, which is less, you know, easy and more time consuming. Like I'm kind of back to where I started, but, um, yeah, I, I, I love, I love drawing. Um, that's always been a big passion of mine. Yeah, it's your uh, your videos have again this like chaotic energy to them. Like your your animation style is very rough. In I keep saying these words that easily sound like insults. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. That's what yeah. I'm going for. So I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. No. It's it's just like everything. I guess I'm in, I'm in this place right now creatively where I'm so sick of polish and mm-hmm. perfection. And I, I say this as somebody who is inherently a perfectionist and it is my, uh, it, it is my worst and best trait because, <laughs> because it's, it's what lets me make things that people think are good, but it also is why I am so infrequent in making things because I just, mm-hmm. every time I start a project, I'm like, well, this is okay but it could be better. Yeah. And, and then it just takes forever. So I just like, I admire anything that embraces how, uh, I don't, I, 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 I don't know how to put it exactly. It just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just this, this feeling of like, fuck you. I just, I, I put this together. Here it is. <laughs> Take it for what it is. If you if you, if you don't like it, go watch a Marvel movie. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, there, there was a, um, I, I was very much a perfect, and I still, I, I, I'm going to tell you, every fucking like little chaotic bullshit detail that it just seems thrown in is, I've worked forever on it. Um, oh, yeah. But with, uh, I started working more with Ocean, and he kind of taught me like, you have to put something out. Um, and, and part of that for me is, uh, so I, I'm disabled, uh, a lot of chronic pain, and uh, from that, there is kind of this like I can't just I can't do as much I can't work for as long so I have to have I had to figure out a way to cut corners and make things look scrappy in a way that looks presentable and like oh, like it was on purpose even if it yeah. was definitely not um, yeah 
a lot of my videos, I put myself on a two-week deadline. I get two weeks to do a video, it comes out, then I start the next one. And um, part of that is like, it, it comes down to the wire every time. Like it'll be mm -hmm. like five minutes before it's supposed to be uploaded and I'm still rendering, things yeah. like that. Yeah, that's that's always how it is. How, how I'm I'm like bouncing around different topics in my head. How is <laughs> how has HRT treated you? What's your experience been? Oh, it fucking whips. It owns. I love it. I love the girl sludge. Um, yeah, just put a if they could put like a canister of it in like a compartment and like you just pop up on a pen on my back and put one in every year. I'd love that. Holy shit. Yeah, um, that it would be it would be it'd be very convenient. Yeah, I, I went off of it for about six months, um, just based on like financial issues and moving around a lot and having trouble finding a clinic. And um, you know, I was thinking like, do you know, do I do I really want to be on it? You know, is it something that I feel like I need for my transition? Is it something that's good for me? I was kind of feeling good off of it. And um, I think when you go off of HRT after being on for about a year, like at least that's this is my experience there's this like slow decline in how you feel because mm -hmm. um, like for me being on estrogen i just feel like my body is working right not against itself um so like there was this slow decline where i didn't really realize i was feeling worse until i went back on it and i went holy fuck what about what was i doing yeah that i i fell off hrt for like two months earlier this year and i had like the exact same experience and it, it it is amazing. You get so used to it. You think, yeah, oh, it's this is just how I am. It's it's fine. I don't I don't need I don't need it. And then you're and then you're off it for a while, and you're like, why does why is everything wrong? Why does my yeah. sweat why why does my sweat smell bad? Yeah. <laughs> everything is everything just feels muted when I'm off. Yeah. It. And that sounds so weird to say, but like, it really does like. I don't know. I, I can't. I've only been back on it for like a couple of months, but I can't really imagine being off of it again. I don't know. It's it's a lifesaver for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's. HRT yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. HRT is good. I think I think that's a theme of this podcast is mm -hmm. HRT does. Uh, it's it's worth the hype. You know, it lives up to the promise. It is it is quite quite wonderful. I'm actually about to start progesterone. I'm excited oh, excited about that. Very excited to add yet more uh, costs to my ever growing medical yeah. bills. It's great. I love it. I love mm -hmm. America. Oh <sighs> god, yeah. I, I that's part of the reason I haven't started it is I, I think anyway is because. Um, like my medications are rack up to about uh, between a hundred and three hundred dollars a month. Um, I I make not I, you can check my Patreon. I make like six hundred bucks. There's a car driving by. Oh no, um, or a fucking helicopter. Jesus, that's loud. Um, there, so I, I like half of my income goes to medication, so I can continue to have a quality of life that's slightly better. Yeah. No, that's I, I I'm I'm lucky enough now where. Like Patreon's paying all my bills as well, and like, uh, I, the the amount of it that goes to medications every month, and like follow up appointments and stuff, it always it always lines up where I have to do my psychiatrist for my like bipolar and ADHD meds, and going to the gender clinic for them to look at my blood and say, ah, yes, you still have a gender, 
and then let <laughs> and then let me have the pills that mm-hmm. maintain the equilibrium uh so I don't melt down and collapse into a singularity mm-hmm. um, just like a fucking puddle of of awful yeah yeah puddle of testosterone that just mm-hmm. talks about i don't know screams slurs at women from the from the <laughs> sidewalk <laughs> This fucking persona shadow self bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome welcome to the Trans Questioning Podcast. We're all misandrists here. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, I don't fucking know. Um, I, what's, um, you, this is probably a sensitive subject and you can tell me to, to jump off a bridge if you <sighs> want, but uh you you mentioned being homeless for a while mm-hmm. um i'm i'm curious what the circumstances of that were if you if you um, want if you don't mind talking about it so i was in a situation with um god i'm trying to be as vague as possible for sure <laughs> um i had a disagreement with the people i was living with um and ended up kind of like it was some family members and i kind of struck out on my own and I realized I didn't have a plan um, ah. because when you get kicked out, you kind of don't see it coming a lot of times. So I was uh, 18 or 19 years old and I ended up driving, um, like I lived out of my car for a bit and I just kind of went around as long, like I had a little bit of a savings account and I would, um, I decided I was going to drive from like one end of the country to the other and just try and find somewhere. And I ended up just like, uh, I, I lived in Wyoming a little bit out of my car Um the first time, anyway, I, I drove just as far as I could. To get, I tried to get as far away from Mississippi as possible and um, eventually ended up finding uh, some people took me in. Very, very sweet people. Um, and the second time um, was I was 20 and um, I ended up moving to uh, Washington for about a day <laughs> before oh. leaving. I drove to Washington State. Um, I, I was in a house that was less than what I expected. And then I got very bad news from home and the expe- expectation for, for me was to go home and try and like fix things for other people or take care of people. Yeah. So I ended up leaving there. So I was the first time I was homeless for about two months during the winter. And the second time was about two weeks during the winter. So it wasn't as bad as the first time. Um, God, but, I can living out of your car in Wyoming in the winter. Oh, Jesus. Like I, I, I try and I, I know the shit out of everyone in my life because I'm very positive. Um, so I always just kind of look at it as I couldn't, I could have not had a car. There were a lot of people that didn't. I, I would, uh, every now and then I would let someone sleep in the front seat and I would sleep in the back. Oh, wow. And that was like, uh, that was like the, one of my first experiences, like hanging out with another trans person is like, we would like chill in the car and, um, try and, uh, just get through it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, jeez. But think, things are things would pass now. Things are. I, uh, it's, I'm not in that place anymore. I um, I have an apartment. I have a lease for the first time in my life. That's very exciting. Oh wow! Um, it's so fucking. I'm gonna tell you. I have been everywhere. I have drifted around everywhere. I've lived on the east and west coast and everywhere in between. It fucking owns to have somewhere to come home to, and you know it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You have no idea how nice it. It, okay, you do. You have an apartment. You know what it's like to go to an apartment after at the end of a day. Yeah, but well, I love it. Yeah, it, I have I have interesting like similarities to this, but not quite as extreme. Where 
I, I haven't had like a home base, quote unquote, in a long time. Mm-hmm. In that, uh, a, a lot of people that I know have like their their parents' house that they maybe don't they don't live there, but that's like you know they go back every once in a while, and they've lived in like the same general area for a long time. But like I've I I kind of just the, the the way that I have lived for the last ten years is I find people who are looking for a roommate in like a house Mm -hmm. and then I just jump in with them. I haven't, I haven't like applied to an apartment or gotten a lease on my own. I just find people who are already in that process and just like slip in through the back door. (laughs) And, and so it's, it's at the point now where like I'm, I'm thinking about where I'm going to move to at the end of uh, June next year. Mm -hmm. And it's like I want to I want to get out of Oklahoma and I'm looking at the entire rest of the country and thinking, like, well, I, I, I work from home so I can kind mm-hmm. of just go anywhere. Yeah, that almost makes it harder because you have so yeah. many options. Yeah, like I don't the thing is, like, I don't really care where I end up as long as it generally is colder here i prefer winter to <laughs> i prefer winter to 100 degrees for three months out of the year um so probably a little bit more north than here mm-hmm. and and generally just like it'd be cool to hang out with some people who have like experience yeah. with with gender uh <laughs> i the, love the, people who have gender yeah my people, my people are the gendered. They're the the one, the ones who carry it around. They sort of go to the gender mines and mm-hmm. and uh, scrape it off the walls. <laughs> they don't get they don't have gender. What are you talking about? Gender pickaxes. They scrape it off the walls. Yeah, that's the only way. Well, you you risk breaking. You you risk breaking it. It's 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 a it's a, it's a delicate a gentle mineral. <laughs> Oh God, what God. the fuck are we talking about? I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> this is my next plot point. I oh want to work in the gender mind. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What do you? What have you been up to lately? How's life? Like, it. It's been a weird month, but I, I'm. I'm. I, yeah, hmm. Weird month. Good month. Like everything has been strange and kind of like in transition, much like me and. Uh, Right, so there's this kind of like um, I'm, I'm trying to land on my feet. Is basically what it comes down to um, working on some new videos uh, with Ocean to try and like I, I have like uh, a camera now, and I'm trying to write uh, something where I, it's the first time I'm going to speak in front of a camera besides like the goofy um, <laughs> that one I did about the, the, the discourse. Yeah, the discourse video. Yeah, no, yeah. you were you were very brave coming forward. Thank that. you so and, much. Yeah. Fucking, I had um, someone in my life who is not connected to any of this, very much an adult who has like their own shit going on, saw that and said, I was so worried about you. And then I realized you were so full of shit. I, I cannot believe I was worried about you. I, I'm sorry. I, I was doing a bit. I was just doing a bit. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you worried. I was so worried about you. And now I'm mad that I was worried about you. How dare you? 
this is a person that I have to appeal to in my everyday life. This is someone that I have to like um, impress upon that I am an adult and normal. And the video ends with me saying Waluigi does not have sex. <laughs> that is that is their impression of me now. No matter what I do, I'm always going to be, oh, there's the trans woman that has, talks about Waluigi's penis. Yeah, that's me. That's, that's you. That's <laughs> God, uh, we can we can only be so lucky. Um, I could win a war, and I'd still be that bitch you talked about, Waluigi. <laughs> These things they 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 uh, they follow you for the rest of yeah. your life. That's sort yeah. of the that's the problem. Is it's like being soft canceled. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, it, it's like it's like parents always used to say. You know, you don't want to post your face online. Uh, you got to be careful which strangers you're talking to. Don't give out any personal information. Definitely don't talk about Waluigi's dick. Yeah, that's the yeah, big. that's the that's definitely one of the big ones. And uh, yeah, um, hmm, what's some shit you've been into lately? Ooh, um, I've been watching a lot of movies. Oh, I so I, okay, so I I loved your your. Uh, the, the whole like kind of i guess essay you did on why uh once upon a time in hollywood sucks ass oh yeah uh, so i watched it with a friend of mine and we sat there jesus christ that movie is shit so i guess right now i'm really into shitting on Ter- quentin tarantino oh i good, hate his movies yeah that's a good um that's a that's a good pastime i i have such a fraught relationship with him because he was very influential on me as like a, a young person who wanted to get into making movies. Yeah, same. Like fucking um, Reservoir Dogs was like the first movie I ever saw that went like, I, I it occurred to me that like someone could make that on, on a small budget. Like that's something that can just be done. Um, yeah. I thought it was brilliant. And then now where it's like once by time in Hollywood, um, this man has reached the point where he can just put like as much of his fetish shit on screen for as long as he wants and every, people will defend it. People yeah. love it. Yeah, and... I uh, I've I've talked about this. This this has become a recurring theme in my videos, and I I might end up doing something more explicitly about it. That the um uh the like baffling nature of polish, I guess, where it's like a, a lot of AAA video games do this. I I I I I've talked about Red Dead Redemption two in this light where it's like they put so much work into making it look pretty and feel prestige mm-hmm. that people who like the audience goes into it and it's so dazzling that they can't they they can't not give it a glowing review yeah and like something like once upon a time in hollywood comes out at a at a moment when you know it seems like hollywood in theaters is dying everything is Marvel movies or trying to be the next blockbuster or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, this feels like an art house movie. I yeah. like that. You know, that's a nice reprieve from all mm-hmm. of this noise. And I get that feeling, but the the problem is it's still a bad movie. Yeah, it's the most, it's the best looking piece of shit I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's very frustrating to see critics that I even usually agree with sort of falling into this trap mm-hmm. where they're so sick of everything else that they've seen that it's just like, oh, it's just nice to see something like this. Yeah. And I, I don't know, there's so many other more interesting movies uh, that are much smaller that 
deserve the attention and they just you know that's i mean that's that's how it always is yeah yeah but uh the kill bill was one of my favorite movies growing up and it's still Mm. it's still up there for me in terms of I can't deny the influence it's had on me, even though I've now seen all of the movies that it's ripping off of. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. That that was a big one for me. And Glorious Bastards was like... Oh, yeah. It was the first movie of his that I saw, and I it really... like. I loved beat for beat every bit of it when I first saw it. And I, I rewatched it recently, and there's some parts that are, you know, a little touch and go at times. There's some weird yeah. shit, but... Um, it still it's holds so, up. It still holds up. It's very, but it's very strange. His, his he had an editor. Um, I can't remember her name. I feel so bad that I can't remember her name. But uh, she passed away, and it seemed like all of his movies afterwards got longer and more. Yes, they kind of like lost their almost rhythm, and they kind of there's these plot points that don't go anywhere. There's a lot of aimless shit, and maybe that was always there, and I just didn't notice it. But everything feels so. It, it feels like a kid in a candy store who can't fucking make up his mind. <laughs> Yeah, he's always been a very self-indulgent director, but it, it it's really gone off the rails. And this is what's always the danger of like a, a quote unquote auteur getting the ability to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and uh, I love watching a, a bad movie as much as anybody. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a movie that I'm okay, like, never watching again. Yeah. Because there are aspects of it that are just so upsetting, like, viscerally. Yeah, a lot of the violence just feels... And, like, Tarantino's always been violent. Like, yeah, I'm not going to deny that, but it feels so... This and also, was it Hateful Eight? Yes. They feel so targeted towards women in a lot of scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're gonna. I'm gonna beat. I'm gonna beat the shit out of Jennifer Jason Leigh. This is feminism. Women can <laughs> suffer too, guys. Yeah, <laughs> women can suffer. Half of all, uh, all ace agents should be women. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm down for it. Yeah, let's do it. More women prison guards. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I um. Yeah, like the way that that movie. It feels like such a direct attack on like millennials and 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 mm-hmm. people who are like young people who care about things. Better things are not possible if you challenge the status quo. Fuck you. Polanski yes. did nothing wrong. Yeah, Polanski did nothing wrong. Ugh. 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 God. God. Fuck Ooh. that movie. <laughs> Piece of shit. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck um, that movie. I, I recently saw you were never really. I think it's you're never really there. You you were never really here. I think. I feel so. I was. I just watched it, and I cannot. I can't remember which one is the title. I feel like a dumbass. Um, but um, I, I've gone on about how I hate that movie. I'm gonna tell you this movie. I fucking love this movie, Walking Phoenix. I like. I saw the Joker. Oh. Fuck that movie. Walking Phoenix carried that shit on his back. Yeah. Um, but I loved him, and you were never really there or here, whichever one. Jesus, is, I'm gonna look is that, that up. Is it the? Is that the? Uh... The document, the fake documentary. No, about? no, that was. Uh, I'm still here. Okay. Which is very <laughs> yeah, uh, you were never really here. Uh, Lynn Ramsey is the director. Um, she oh. is just. Oh, Lynn Ramsey. Hold on, I know that name. Hold on. Now we're both frantically googling things. Uh, hold on. What? What? How do I? Lynn Ramsey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feature films. I know. Ratcatcher. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Ratcatcher, we need to we talk, need to about, talk Kevin. about Kevin. That's, yeah. God, I have mixed feelings about that movie. I still haven't seen it, and that's everyone tells me that, and I'm like, oh, God, is this going to be like just viscerally uncomfortable or what? It's, um, I mean, oh, uh, uh, what? What's what's her what's her fucking name? Uh, Tilda Swinton. She's mm-hmm. she's always just wonderful to watch. Yeah. I, I I adore her as an actress, and also I think that this was the first movie that Ezra Miller was in, um, who mm-hmm. is famously my boyfriend, um, <laughs> known for movies, but mostly yeah, so boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got I got my 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 goat Sona because I joked on Twitter once he he posted pictures or he did a photo shoot where he was just at a farm with a bunch of goats and oh, he was I saw like that. yeah he's like petting goats and there's one image where he like has a goat just over his wait no that that one the one that I'm thinking of <laughs> that particular that one is uh Kylo Ren hold on <laughs> why are why are get your boyfriend in- straight what, why are all these fucking Hollywood twinks out here lifting goats? <laughs> all right, you're telling me that fucking Adam Driver is a twink? Ah, uh, he's a twink. I think I he's don't a twink. He's yeah. a twink in my opinion. Yeah, he's too thick. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can you can knock that that man over with a pail of water. Nah, that's a Whereas, clever boy. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> Just peel peel the boy right off that man. Um <laughs> oh god. Can just, just that's how I transitioned. <laughs> just, just the way the, the the best way to transition is you take a cheese knife and you just slowly <laughs> just take it off. You just at the top pull down like a banana, it'll come out. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah, but we need to talk about Kevin. As like everybody in it is excellent. It's just like as a movie, it's. It, it wasn't what I was expecting. I think it's worth watching, and it's very, it's very pretty. Like, yeah, Lynn Ramsey is good. Like, one of the only, one of one of very few successful uh, women working as a director in Hollywood, and she's still only done a handful of movies because yeah. that's that's the world we live in. But um, it 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 is like. Yeah. I I don't I don't know how to feel about it because it feels kind of like a movie that is emotionally blaming this mother for the abuse of of her child and I yeah. I don't know it's weird it's it's a weird movie I need I I I hate that my reaction to something like that is I need to watch it again uh, this movie made me suffer I need to see it again to know how how I feel honest it. my my suffering was yeah. Um, do you watch do you watch movies often like probably about once a week uh, me and Ocean will sit down and just watch usually horror but whenever there's kind of a lull in the horror we'll watch um, anything we think will either suck or just kind of like I'll I'll bring him a list of like five movies that I think might be interesting and he picks what he thinks is the worst one oh god (laughs) (laughs) oh that's that's a great dynamic Mm mm-hmm yeah. Really balance it. Me with the quality, the hard work, the effort, and him just fucking shitting on my work, my my efforts. Yeah. Um. Have you watched any? Um. Oh shit! I can't. I had a thought and then it vanished. 
I don't know. I I need to like I went to fucking film school and I have a wall of movies and I haven't watched half of them. <laughs> and every time I think like, oh, I I should take some time to sit down and watch a movie, mm-hmm. I like I get halfway into it and I'm like, well, I I need to check Twitter though. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get back to work being being a suffering person online. I need to know mm-hmm. what the people are saying. Yeah. Ugh, I I'm need just... to feel bad too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here enjoying art. Trying to watch this movie by Wong Kar Wai made in the '90s in Hong Kong, uh, and but it's it's too good for me. I gotta I gotta get back on online and see what people are saying about women. It's nothing good, I guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I saw Hard to Be a God recently, and that was Ooh, fucking oh, weird. Oh, that's a that's a hell of a movie. Yeah, I. I had no idea what it was about, and when I finished, I still had no idea. And that's not like, oh, I just didn't pick up on something. No, I had no fucking clue. I had to like look up the book yeah. and read the book to oh fucking God. understand that movie. Yeah, that that movie is that's that's a that's a that's a weird one for sure. Uh, it's it's of a like subgenre of like incomprehensible European art house trash. That's like just obscenely ambitious in the stupidest of ways and like gorgeous and disgusting and I love it. <laughs> yeah, God. There there is someone had said that the reason I didn't understand it is it was because I I didn't live under the Soviet Union, which apparently the director did. And it was kind of just like how fucking disillusioned he was. And a lot of it I guess makes sense to how he portrayed it, but I don't know if the book had that intention, but Regardless, it was fucking weird, and the shots were just so strange and lingering. It felt like instead of watching a movie, I was just walking around at like a shitty black and white medieval town, and everybody was being rude to me. I didn't like it. I loved the movie. I didn't like the experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ride, the ride was good. I didn't like the part where the carnival barkers were saying slurs at me. Uh, um, you watch much TV? See, not a whole lot. I, I've, I'm watching through Breaking Bad again with my girlfriend. And, oh, hell yeah. Um, I guess that's it right now. There is something I've, I've been wanting to say. I was watching Shameless a while back. That's a mixed bag. Um, yeah, my roommate was really into that. And I, I would walk in and watch bits of it. And it, it, it seemed kind of funny, but also like not something that I really wanted to willingly subject myself to. <laughs> Yeah, it it has, and this is just like so. I'm a non-binary trans woman. I don't get to say what the best representation is for trans men, but there was a trans. There's a trans man character played by a trans man, um, who is just fantastic. I oh, love, wow. I love that character. I think from what I I heard from uh, a friend of mine that saw it was that they they showed the script to him and he looked over it and he said, "This is fucking. This sucks." And he rewrote a lot of his own parts to be oh, good, actually respectful and and a good representation. Um, he's great. I love that character. That's the only that's the only true good character in my opinion. Everyone else is a fucking mess. Yeah. That's good. Uh yeah. that's rare, unfortunately. Yeah. I, that 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 says that speaks to at, at the very least like the honesty of the writers room. Mm-hmm. Um on that show, but uh I've been watching fucking Watchmen. Oh, I've, I've seen two episodes of it. How, what do you what are you thinking of that so far? So the first two episodes, I really yeah. like, 
Everyone yeah. has said by the point it's at now, it is complete dog shit. And I'm like, do I really want to ruin this? I'm enjoying it right now. What if I just took these memories? Yeah. I take this experience and I put it deep down in me and yeah. then I walk away. Yeah. Just just walk off. Just leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the, it's such a fascinating show. Uh, I'm probably going to end up doing a video about it. I kind of swore off doing like, this show sucks and here's why. <laughs> but this this is a show. And it's the same thing where it's like the polish and the performances are enough that it's sort of baffling the the critical reception of it where everybody's like, wow, this show is really good. Mm-hmm. And it seems pretty transparent to me that at the point where it is now, it's like, wow, you're really just going to just let that fly huh you're just gonna just gonna turn yeah um it's but it's it's like it's a show that is bad in the most fascinating of ways as Mm -hmm. like a sequel to Watchmen, and bad in a fascinating number of ways i love Watchmen, (laughs) but there was i rewatched it recently and there are so many things in there that when I when I first saw it, when that movie come out, like two thousand, uh, that would have been probably twenty ten, I believe. Twenty ten, yeah. Whenever I saw it, I was so I was like, I don't know, sixteen, um, and, and I really liked it. I'm not sixteen anymore. I saw that and I was like, some of this is cheeks, some of this sucks. This is yeah. fucking. Yeah. I love a lot of it, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, the comic is still very good, but I, I still need the, to read that. I have the yeah. book of it somewhere. Yeah, it's uh it's it's genuinely it's genuinely a very good comic and it and it holds up. It's got uh, I haven't read it in a while. There's there's issues, there's always issues, but mm-hmm. uh the, the the show tries to be like a successor to it in some really interesting ways. Uh but it's its biggest problem is that it, tr- it, it instead of being a story that is set in the same universe coincidentally it works on actually being a direct sequel and that's like its weakest parts mm-hmm. and and that's just what the plot is now and it and it fucking sucks um yeah. but like i don't know it's fun to watch yeah. so there's there's just something there's something about watching a show that's like really really polished like this that is trying to be so smart and watching it fall on its ass, and it's just Game like, of Thrones again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones, beautiful casting, great directing, amazing. The writing, uh, yeah, is not, <laughs> not there for me. No, it's it's not it's not great. Uh, it was easy to it's it's yeah. The first four seasons, I think, hold up, but that's because they were just taking lines from the book. Yeah, the it, more they passed with the book, it just felt like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's not great. It's not a good time. It's not a good show. Um, I I love the interview that that uh, the the showrunners did, where they're just like, yeah, we had no experience working as showrunners or writing television, <laughs> and we didn't hire writers because we didn't think they were necessary. Oh so God. we just we just winged it. And I was I respect the hustle, but also the hustle sucks, dude. Yeah. You got to fix that shit. And then when they did start hiring writers, they did something incomprehensible that I I still like I'm baffled by, which is they 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 started hiring writers. But they said, we don't want to hire anybody who can't be on set or like can't be there for production, which is like that's not what a writer's job is. 
yeah. that's that's definitionally incorrect. Um, what is your? Would, uh, how, sorry, go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say I would have. I would have done, but I, I would have. The dragon would have been the only one left. That was my favorite character. Okay, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the dragon. The dragon's good. Um, that, that dragon had really strong grasp of visual metaphors. Um, <laughs> Great acting chops. Yeah. First movie. Wow. Blew me. Our first TV show blew me away. Yeah. 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 That, that dragon's gonna go far. Um. What, is it, what are your thoughts on Breaking Bad right now? I, I, I've always been a fan of Breaking Bad. It, it My issues were always kind of with the fan base because I watched mm. it as it was airing when I was younger. And every single discussion, like on Reddit, of course, um, was like, the women in the show are the bad ones. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's fair, I guess. And now I'm 26 and I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's... um. There, there's a lot of like hating Skyler and like mm-hmm. um, I don't I think she's an interesting character I think a lot I I like it I I think uh, Aaron Paul is still the best fucking thing to come out of that he is absolutely great actor fantastic fucking knocks every goddamn scene out every scene with him is my favorite yeah um uh fucking I'm trying to think of Walter's actor's name. Oh, uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. I liked Brian Cranston a lot, um, but every time I hear him say something, um, like he talked about, the, I think the Me Too movement a little bit, and I was like, you know what? I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna. He did. Okay, Walter White is a real man who played himself, and Brian Cranston <sighs> was off doing um, that one movie about the CIA or whatever the fuck. Oh right. He was he was off being killed by Godzilla. Right. Um, Rest in God. peace. He never yeah. said a word. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Lord, um, you got you got any you got anything else to say for yourself? <laughs> what do you what do you got? Hey, you come on my fucking podcast, you fuck around. What do you got to say for yourself? <laughs> you bitch. How uh, it's just you? we're just we're just getting to the end here, and I'm like, well, we we started off talking about things that were related to what this show is, I guess, supposed to be, and then we just talked about movies for a while. Yeah. I don't know. Um, welcome to the movie podcast. Yeah, that's the name of it. The movie, the movie podcast. The first I've created movie podcast. The only one to ever. Jesus Christ! I'm losing my mind. Why has it? Why hasn't? This is my question. Why has nobody made a podcast where they talk about movies? It that's, seems that's like a, such an obvious like approach. Yeah, it's like I'm you, gonna do that. Yeah, we need to. Everybody needs to do a movie podcast. <laughs> everyone, uh, everyone, especially if you're cis white and a man. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I feel like they have the best opinions about movies because honestly, like they, you know, when you're, when you're normal, you have mm-hmm. the most objective view of like what's good. Like I'm, right. I'm too biased because I have feelings about women. <laughs> so when I watch a movie, I'm like, well, this seems a little bit sexist. And that like, that can't help but like seep into my criticism and make it inherently bad. So I, I, I think, uh, this is... <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I, I should just go watch Red Letter Media until I die. It's, mm-hmm. Once this guy's listening, he's going, I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know about it. I don't know about this. God. Um, um, yeah. I'm not doing shit. I'm coming out with a, a, a video soon. Um, that's all I can say about that one. I'm doing one. Uh, I'm writing one about polyamory, and I'm writing one about online dating as a trans person. Ooh. Um, 
because everywhere I've gone, I have used at least one online dating app and the results were varied. Um, <laughs> I've talked about it a little bit on my public, but someone, so I was in a weird place earlier this year. I was living in Pennsylvania and someone invited, they, they said, I have two first date ideas if you want to meet up. And I said, I'd love to, that sounds great. And they said, either we can go to the Philadelphia, uh, one of the art museums. And I was like, love it, love museums. Or we can go do urban exploration in the woods and I can show you my gun. <laughs> so there I am in the woods. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the most of that story I can actually tell. Anyway, I'm oh normal. God. I'm more normal yeah. now. Right, um, of course, of course. The only part of this video I like so far is that I have a line saying that grinder is where you go to hell when you die if you've done enough sins. <laughs> oh my God. I've had no, I've had bad experience. Every time I've opened Grinder for any reason, someone will like those. I instantly, I have no information. I don't have time to make my profile or put anything there. Instantly, I'll get a message of like a, a dude in a hard hat at a work site with his shirt off, and he'll just say, "Hey," and I just, uh, I just uninstall it. I can't, I can't deal with it. <laughs> That's terrifying. How did you find me so fast? Yeah. Why are you always here? Yeah, fucking ten miles away. Oh, that's a five. How are you? How is he so fast? One. Oh God! I just oh, no. bang at the door. <laughs> oh no! And then you open the door, and there's nobody there. And, <laughs> and 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 you look down, and and you you see a text message. It just says, "Don't don't turn around." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Welcome. Okay, I, we you need to that's, make a fucking horror movie about this. <laughs> this is this is this is my. A low key pilot for a new episode of Black Mirror, and the episode is <laughs> Haunted Grinder. <laughs> Haunted Grinder. People are gonna hear that tone and be like, "Oh, it's gonna be like a gory, fucked up." Nah, it's just sex, dude. Yeah, that's it's just real horror. It's it's you you swipe left on the wrong profile, and now there's a ghost on your ass. Hopefully, <laughs> not too literally. <laughs> I would fuck a ghost. I don't know if it was the right ghost. Yeah, <laughs> just to say, like you know. Just to say you did it. I don't know. I'd fuck the right ghost if it was. <laughs> so you have higher standards than me. If I see a ghost, I'm like, all right, let's fucking do it. You're oh. dead on the outside. I'm dead on the inside. Let's meet in the middle. Yeah. Last night was the Game Awards. And I've made it a tradition of like every every year during the Game Awards, I watch it with a bunch of friends online and we just shit talk the entire time. Because it's just terrible. It's the worst. Uh, but they kept showing these trailers for like games f that featured monsters. And it's always they they show, you know, this big, awful monster for a bit. And there's like this dramatic music underneath of it. And it's like, ah, the, the terror from where fuck ever. And then it shows heroes like going after the monster. And every time I was like, no, I want to fuck the monster. <laughs> Why won't you like? There's a moment where it shows a werewolf, and I'm like, no, don't. I don't want to kill the. I don't want to kill the werewolf. I want to fuck the werewolf. Maybe AAA game creators hire gays, please, 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 for the love of God, get some gays in your writers' room so you can give us what we want. And what we want is to fuck the monsters. That's it. That I want to kill. I want to kill the white knight that's out here trying to kill the monsters. Stop trying to put a sword in my boyfriend. Yeah, I um. Every time a new like trailer for like uh, anytime a trailer for a new Mario game comes out, at least four of my friends will say, "I still want to fuck Bowser." And you know what? I don't, but I get it. I understand. <laughs> I I've never been that person, but when when Mario Odyssey came out, 
And that, that, that big turtle dragon boy was wearing that white suit and that white top hat. There was a part of my heart that sort of like did a little, did a little kickflip. Um, <laughs> we started, let, let me paint this. Okay. Introduction. Hello. How was being homeless? Bowser fucking tuxedo sex. <laughs> this is actually foreshadowed on the talk of Waluigi penis earlier. Yeah. Yeah. This no, is full circle. We brought it we've, home. We've, we've, we brought it home. We've made it. Um, where can people find your stuff, Cassidy? Uh, Twitter.com slash CassClaymore, Patreon.com slash Melt, uh, or you can find my YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Melt and Ocean. Um, occasionally we will stream, but not often enough for me to feel like I need to throw another uh, URL at you. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it when people have their shit memorized and just say it. It's... I have to type it so much. I have, yeah. If I forget it, like, I, oh, a quick, quick, one last story. Yeah, go uh, for it. Went to a movie theater. Um, girl was flirting with me. Um, I thought, you know, great. But yeah, this is this is awesome. And she said, um, I really like your shirt. And I have a, a shirt that has a wolf on it. This, I looked down like I was wearing it. Um, that says goth bitch on patrol on it. And um, she said, like, we should do something sometime. And I thought, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, of course, I'd love to. And this was in Mississippi all the way. I didn't think this through. And she said, like, do you have, like, you know, um, do, do you have, like, a Twitter? She didn't ask for my phone number. She asked for my Twitter. So I write it down on a receipt and I give it to her. I think I'm real fucking smooth. I go into the movie, I come out and she's glaring at me. <gasps> and what you think was, I was like, oh, it's because I'm trans, isn't it? Oh, it's because I'm trans, because I'm trans. No, that day I posted a picture of Piglet from Wayne the Pooh and I edited the picture to say pay Piglet and drew him in like a beard. Um, <laughs> so like, that's my experience with romance. Wow, that's, that's tragic. I think it's beautiful. If you can't handle handle me at my pay piglet shit post, you don't deserve me in my Waluigi penis videos. Absolutely not. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on this this show. Thank you it for was, having me. It's delightful. Uh, I'm, this is gonna mark. Watch your fucking analytics. They're gonna decline a steady fucking like mountain slope down from here on out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that won't happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.